swell Put flame to dark earth raised it down At Zana stands where once it fell To mountains red with ash and blood All following the battle's path We go to stem the Malkar flood and fear the old ones trembling After successfully rallying the Sapphire Gypsies to the cause of the merchant king, Saffrax the Traveled, the strange ones share a meal around their campfire, nestled against the walls of the giant fortress city of Ravog. With a long journey in the near future, the strange ones prepare themselves for the coming days and the inevitable battle that awaits for them in the Dune Sea of Abishar. This is session 32, Calling Sands and the Ruins of Tybaxis. So, all nestled around this campfire, you're all finishing up your meals, preparing to go to bed. But the night is yours. What would you like to do? Wasn't there a dream thing that needed to take yes. place? Oh, that thing that you didn't let me prepare for at all? Mm. You, told, you told me to stop. I told you to give me the questions so I can prepare for them. Oh, piss. <laughs> <laughs> so much for the dream thing. Wait another one. Ready to flex that improv brain? Uh, <laughs> Again. No, it's fine. Alright, so how do you do that? Uh, I asked Rathanax, hey, the same as last time, hey buddy, um, I'm about to potentially go crazy. If I do, will you put me to bed? Certainly. Thank you. And I'd like to go to my tent and... uh sit in the chair, set, pour two glasses of wine, set one at the empty chair, and uh, cast. I just want to have like a campfire chair set outside of his tent. Like I'm just basically a guard. Okay. For him. So I cast it, and I need to make an intelligent saving throw. Okay. Alright. Easy money. Um, 22. 22. Good deal. All right, so <clears throat> as you drift into this familiar courtyard surrounded by ivory white roses and white stone, you can see the omnipotent glowing light resting in the center of this courtyard. You're standing before it, just gazing at the magnificence that you know is one of the many forms of Morgat. Is the bench that she met me on close to this place? It is. Let me go sit at the bench. Okay. Say, this being, this entity that resides in the world of dreams, Does this, does this entity play a hand in the Alvaranian incursion? 
Remind me of my options. Uh, yes, no, or if it would be too... If yes or no would be too in the script, you can opt to uh, give a short phrase. Vague. So it's unclear. So... Yes, no. Uh, yes, no, maybe never, irrelevant, unclear. If the entity doesn't know the answer to the question, if a one-word answer would be misleading, the GM might instead offer a short phrase as an answer. Okay. So... <clears throat> This light wanes ever so slightly, and without any auditory dialogue, you get the strong sense that it's unclear to Morgat what, if any, this being, what role this being plays in this war. Is it something that should be left entirely alone? The light flares. You can see flickers of this pure white fire that almost seemed to invigorate this sphere that you recognize as your deity. You feel a resounding <clears throat> no in your mind. Hmm. Have we already been to a place that has information that we may glean about this entity? Okay, I'm going to take the long answer. Okay. Essentially, what is conveyed to you through telepathy, through feelings, you know, deep inside of your mind is, the answer is yes, but obtaining that information would have been impossible. Will we be given opportunity in the future to obtain this information again? And it be possible. The light seems to dim in a way that conveys uncertainty and you get the strong feeling based on the spell that it's a, a maybe depends on where we go um, I believe that's three that's four that's four okay Does the information reside in Zundrum? Almost instantaneously. Um, the information that you're asking about is how this being influences Malkaria? Uh, or if it influences Malkaria? What's the information on the being? Really, because we know almost nothing about it. We don't even know its name. 
You get a no response. A no. Thank you. The light, for the first time in this interaction, at least, flares in a way that is it's different. You can feel a slight comforting warmth that radiates from this orb. Almost as if it's a friend touching your shoulder and telling you goodbye. And the vision fades. You find yourself in your tent once again. And all this took less than a minute. I'd like to pop out of my tent and convey everything to Rathanax, and if anyone is still awake, convey it to everyone in the party. Okay. It's not super late yet, is it? No, it's, I mean, it's about bedtime, but it's not super late. What was the question regarding um, where information could be? If it was in Zundrum, and the answer was a resounding no, but we've been to where the information was. It, for me, it was between Zundrum and Daria, and I just, you know, through the ward, and it there at Zondrum. I was wondering if this has anything to do with um, our secret basement. If there's any, any more information that could be picked up from there. But that would be in the session. Yeah, but that would be in the yeah, yeah. So, so It's not that the two things aren't correlated, just to be clear. Yeah, but the, the, there's no information to be gained. In that. Oh, also, the guy who built it could have the information we need and who knows what mm. it is. Because if you'll recall, the guy who built it was an advisor to the king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But got kicked out. And the shrine said... He overstepped a boundary, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The shrine had, I believe it was infernal or abyssal for interceptor, you know, insurgent, uh-huh. things like that. Eyes. Yeah. So it's not that those two things aren't correlated. It's that if you're seeking the information, more details, you're not going to find it in Zundry. Who all's around? Who all did I talk about? You boy. Not me. Uh, If anyone would like, I can cast Dream on you to go wherever you'd like and might have the opportunity to accost the entity, but I also wonder about casting Dream on myself. Could, um... Dream doesn't require any sickness. Oh wait, no, I can't. No, but the I might. Does the I mean, I don't, I, never mind? I don't have dream at the moment. Oh, you don't have dream? No. Okay. I'll still bring it up as like I can have it in the future. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask. Right. <clears throat> I'd like to speak to Olga. Would you? You slado. I can make <laughs> that happen. Uh. Here's the thing, with dream. You essentially can make the world whatever you like, including yourself. So if you wanted to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, legs. tone up those legs, everybody. Uh, give me, give me a day or so to prepare the spell, and we'll make it happen. I mean, we've got a while to travel, so I, I don't care. Question. 
you so you can cast it on him, and knowing Olga, he can speak with her. Yes, I, anybody you know. She doesn't have to make a saving throw. Or has Olga? Yeah. No, not unless you want it to be a malef- uh, malevolent dream. In no, which case, it still that. works. It's just they make a saving throw for damage. Oh, okay. Would I have seen the Emperor? Oh, yes. Uh-oh. Oh, snap. Huh. Oh. Come again for Big Fudge? <laughs> <laughs> that is a very interesting concept that I have never thought about. Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. I like where this is going. Go on. So, how do you assume, uh, or how do you interpret known to you? Um, a short conversation. But you have to have met the person. You can't have seen been them told in person. about the person. No. I say, I would say known would be like a passing acquaintance with someone. Gotcha. It doesn't have to be a good acquaintance either. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you could send me a dream. Could be a very short "fuck you, fuck you too," and then "fuck you, Tony." <laughs> yeah. Was there a reason we couldn't go into um, Snake Boy? Uh, yes, because uh, Drow or L or right, because they don't dark sleep. elves don't sleep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. Same reason I couldn't contact Valinor and you know throw my birthday party in a dream. Um, just in general, Nicholas wants to sort of learn some, some new songs from these gypsies as we travel. I assume that there oh, okay. would be musicians among them. Yeah, they absolutely would. It's a very good idea. Thank you. All right, so if there's nothing else, you all retire. Go to your individual tents, enjoy a long and restful sleep before the sun rises and all of you come out of your tents. As you are exiting your tents, you can you can see that the caravan is, is very much ready to roll. You can see that they have got this down to a science. They immediately wake up, begin to pack up their caravan and after breakfast, they will be ready to set forth on this journey that Ringo is putting them on. Would we be able to travel near Ringo? Or like, is he going to be inside of his own caravan wagon? Or um, a little of this, a little of that. I mean, he he definitely would be out on a horse in this long journey. He's definitely not going to be in his caravan the entire time. We could have like passing conversations with him or whatever. Yeah. Um, just just remember that I am going to minutia through a lot of it. Yeah. I just wanted to ask him um, how long he had been, how long they've been parked outside the city of Ravok. Oh, okay. Give me one second. <clears throat> and what their purpose was in coming to Ravog, if they had one. Do you want to ask them this before you depart? Sure, yeah. Oh, he looks at you and he says, no longer than maybe two ten days. The giants are fairly jovial, especially when they're in their cups. They seem to enjoy fire breathing the most. 
Hmm. Not a big fan of juggling. Do you come to this city often? This is only the third time we have visited Ratbog. This is definitely out of character thing, but in Malkaria, are there variants of giants? They're not. Okay, so it's just giants, period. Yeah. Okay. Malkarian giants. These are Malkarian giants. There are... Damn, what was the word? Word for Alavaron. Alavarian. Alavarian. There are Alavarian giants. They're very rare, um, because they were pretty much hunted to extinction, but there are Alavarian giants. It's still not your hierarchy of, like, frost giants, fire giants, etc. All of the giants are based on a fire giant statue. Gotcha. (laughs) My Goliaths. Goliaths, yes. Um, Goliaths. Giants are half, or half giant. Yes, there are those. Delaroy was one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in Malkaria. Oh no, you haven't seen any. Have they ever allowed you inside the city? Yes, Ringo. Yeah. Why yes, I uh, I had a fairly pleasant conversation with Udon, the chieftain. But, if all of you have packed your things, we are ready to depart. We have uh, extra steeds, if you would like to ride a horse instead of walking. I'll, I'll have my own, thank you. I want to cast uh, find, find steed. Okay. <clears throat> I have also found my steed. Well. Are you okay. still riding the Pegasus? Um, Can I ride on the Pegasus? Any takers for riding on the board? There's no reason why you couldn't have to be. No, I'm just asking for permission. We did, to ride we did long rest, did we not? Yes, you did long rest. Okay. I ride in the back of the wagon. Okay. Would it, are there going to be others? Like, is the no speed of this buttons. caravan going to be an uncomfortable walking speed? I'm sorry, say that again. Is the speed the caravan moves going to be an uncomfortable walking speed? It's definitely not something you would want to maintain. Gotcha. Um, you can step out and walk, but it's it's a brisk walk. Gotcha. I'll hop on the back of the board with somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he offers you a horse. Hop on the back of the horse. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Work bros. And and Alistair's fairly light, so that's yeah. definitely doable. Wait a second. Your warg speaks what? That's a good question. I'm just gonna make a point with whoever's with the person I talk to with the caravans. Um, if they need any repairs or anything like that, I can fix anything. Mm, okay. It's a large monstrosity. Um you you find a caravan that, that or a wagon that they seems to have ample room common, uh, inside of it. It's an older tiefling couple, no, both blue tieflings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you ask them if... Yeah, wagon need any repairs? Any harnesses that need refitting? Do you ask them if it's okay if they, if they ride? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the older male tiefling just kind of looks at you and he says, You're welcome to ride. Uh, I, haven't, uh, I haven't any complaints as far as my wagon besides that... Uh, part of the canvas leaks. I can fix that. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> so you hop in the wagon. Uh, are we ready to depart? Yes. All right. The caravan takes up roots, begins to move early, early in the morning, and almost immediately upon entering the road out of Ravog, there is a slight overcast. <laughs> and drizzle 
that begins. Mending, 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 mending. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hurry up, you rusty hands! <laughs> so, being on your way, and all of you on your respective horseback or wargback or pegasi back, um, you set out into the wilds of Malfaria once again. It's only about three or four hours on this journey where you see Ringo kind of riding the opposite direction on the back of this brilliant black horse with all this beautiful fabric trim, saddles immaculate. And he begins to ride in the opposite direction, essentially going to each one of you individually and just saying, we're about to come up on a clearing in a moment. Uh, my scouts report that there is someone occupying it. If you don't mind, just see yourself to the front of the caravan, just in case. Not about. Certainly. Whips his reins and rides back to the front of the caravan. As soon as all of you are at the head of the caravan, you can see while the caravan is still moving that the tree line breaks and you come into this large, magnificent uh, meadow. And among the grass and wildflowers in this overcast, which by the way is getting progressively darker, you can see first a giant sitting on a large boulder um, wearing nothing but leather leggings, some furs on his hips, possibly a bag, but definitely more of a rugged and natural-looking giant and the giants you saw in Rybog who wore these, you know, massive black pauldrons of iron. This guy's not wearing armor. But he seems to be tending to about five or six uh, mammoths that are just walking around the meadow. Do we recognize him as the one that was leaving Rybog when we arrived? No, definitely not. Like I said, this one is, is very bare minimum. And he also has these like clay red dirt markings smeared all over his body. They're not, they're not the markings of someone who's rolled around in the dirt, they're deliberate. They're swirls, they're curves, they're hard edges on his arms. You know, it's, it's not necessarily war paint, but it's some kind of ceremonial or uh, tribal markings. Anyone speak giant? Might speak dwarvish. I try common. Hail! <laughs> you ride up to him? Yep. You say hail, and he, he took notice of you before you approached him. He took notice of the entire caravan, kind of just looked back at his mammoths, didn't seem to have any ill will towards you. But when you approach and you're a little closer, he turns and looks at you and the first thing that you can see about this giant is that among his long gray beard and long gray hair, he has these vibrant blue eyes. They're not the, the silver or white eyes of Stavanger and they're certainly not 
a normal set of blue eyes. They're sky blue. And he looks at you and just kind of raises this massive hand in kind of a half wave. Does he seem to understand? Yes, he does. Okay. Um, is is Ringo wanting to like rest here in the clearing? No. Or is he just wanting to pass right through? He's wanting to pass right through. Okay. Um, the caravan is still moving. <coughs> we were uh, hoping to pass through here, not uh, cause any, any trouble. Would that be alright with you, friend? He looks at you and he says, My name is Smokomba. You should find shelter. You don't see storm clouds like those in Malkaria very often. The tempest can grow very fierce once or twice a year. And a war band from Vinco is on the move. I think they're going to try and take the Bastion again. There will be a battle soon. And as soon as he says this, especially the last part of this phrase, without an insight check, being a fairly truthful and, and honest giant, you can see that there is this slight spark in his mind right there towards the end of it, almost as if he shouldn't have mentioned that. Not the storm. Yeah. The very end of that dialogue, there was kind of this look of... Attempt to take what? The Bastion. The Bastion. The Bastion. What is the Bastion? Again. The war band is that a gun? Again, right? Yeah, again. Yeah, the war band from where? Benko. Where we teleported to. Mm -hmm. Where we saw them get a new chief. Oh, where the old one got summoned What Bastion are they attempting to take? Can you say this? Yeah. Make a persuasion check. Fight or hell or something. Can I assist someone in the back of the ward? <clears throat> didn't really say anything. He's, yes, no. thank you. So it's a war band from Vinco? So that would mean the new... Okay. Is, that a, is that a D10? Yeah. That's a so that's, that's a decision of the, of the new war chief, right? Mm -hmm. Well... 25? Nice. Yeah. Okay. That is good. That is remarkably good. It is. I've got a plus six to persuade you. Macomber looks at you and he says... That's right, because you're a paladin. Sorry. They came long before the war. They wore shining armor and rode beautiful horses. I brought with them stones and tools to construct a bastion around the ruins deep in the forest. Chieftain Akatosh tried to take it twice but failed. Apparently his son is trying to succeed where his father failed. So there's a bastion in the woods. Why, what is, what's their interest in the Bastion? I do not know. I only know that they are foreigners to this land. 
Who are they taking the bastion from? So, to be clear, the bastion wasn't there when they got here. They brought stones and tools with them to build up a ruin that was inside of Valro. Okay. Alright. And now... So, whoever these people are, they built the bastion. And he doesn't know who they are. And now Akatosh's son is trying to... Runeka. Runeka, yeah. Is trying to take Remove it from them. them. Yeah. <clears throat> what do they look like? The people who live in the bastion. They wore shining armor <laughs> and rode beautiful horses. Humans? They are foreigners to this land. Which <laughs> which way is the bastion? <clears throat> Make a persuasion check. Because he's already said he's not really supposed to be talking about it. Yeah, that's not part of inspiration. Thank you very much. Keep in mind that he's also cautioning you to take shelter. Yeah. Yeah. That was the beginning of the conversation. Maybe inform who you are, Ringo. Ringo's actually there. Oh, Ringo is there. Okay. Like, do the clouds look far away? <laughs> no, they're they're I mean, it's right. very rapidly approaching. of persuasion, unless maybe. Flash genius. With, yeah. with the bardic inspiration. Flash with the bardic. Yeah, I only rolled two. Flash oh. genius. Twenty-two on persuasion. persuasion. He says, I only know that it is further inside of that roof. Is Ringo hearing all of this? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to kind of give him a side with Ringo and ask him what he, what he thinks. Looks at you and he says, well, there's normal going and then there's Miserable travel. If we lose a day to this, then perhaps these people at this uh, bastion might have some coin for my people. Agreed. So, to be clear, this guy that we're talking to seems to think they're under risk of imminent attack. And we're talking about going there. And yeah. chilling. And picking a fight with the orcs. Which I don't... 
But we also need to take shelter. I don't necessarily have a problem with because that. We're I just want to make sure that we're aware of the situation we're getting oh, ourselves yeah. into. We're going to Leroy Jenkins and Orcs. You're not going to do nothing yet. <laughs> I don't know about weed. <laughs> okay, okay. And this, yeah, this, but this would be Meryl. Presumably as well defended because they've done it before. A suggestion. We could go to the Bastion, see who's there, see if they mean well. And if they do mean well, maybe they would offer a shelter. And if they offer a shelter, perhaps you could broker peace between them and the orcs. I like that. Sure. Because we didn't meet Runeka directly, but we were there when we saw him raised to chieftain. Yes. Mm -hmm. So so is Runeka the new chief of the Roving Horde? No, no, he's no. the chief of the Okay. His yeah, dad his, got his ascended. Dad. Got you. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I just want to make sure there was not like some vast what's the name of the narrative change with a, with, the with the roving horde. Yes. The, the wall, wall of strings. Wall of strings. Wall of strings. Okay. I like that. What were the people? Who was it? Who was it that called? Oh shit! Hold on. This is in the notes. What were the people at the top called? Yeah. The what were they called? Malalora, I believe. Malalora. Yeah, Malalora. That was it. It's a bunch of undying warriors. I'd like to ask your Athamax. Um, have you ever heard tale of many orcish warbands moving? Is that a commonplace thing? Orcish warbands moving? You would know that a warband is not going to be more than about eight individuals, and that a warband is not necessarily a prelude to a big battle. It's just... There are roving bands, yes, but not something that couldn't be handled by, say, a bastion. And is it unheard of to see them listen to logic and turn away? Depends on the depends on the I was gonna say. people. Depends on the orcs. With a new chieftain he might be not really willing to or he, probably or he has something to prove. Yeah, exactly. He's ambitious. Ambitious. That's why I'm saying he, he would be ambitious and not wanting to listen to Mal Aloro. Mm-hmm. Akatosh, you have been judged by the Mal Aloro and have been found worthy. So mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So it sounds like we're going to this bastion. <laughs> yes. Okay. So as Ringo agrees to this decision and begins to turn his horse to go speak to the caravan and divert into the forest, all of you are, I would imagine, astride some kind of mount and looking at each other, looking at this incoming storm, which, by the way, is appearing more and more fierce. But something catches your eye. tree line, not too far away from the mammoths that are moving throughout and grazing. A human silhouette, not human silhouette, humanoid. emerges. Humanoid. humanoid silhouette emerges. And as you look, you are overjoyed to see the face of your companion. I Emerging from the tree line. Apparently a little worse for wear. Valinor, if you want to describe what you look like. Just so you know it's us. Right. So, uh, exit the tree line, and what you see is you see, obviously, me. Um, There are a few things different. Uh, I'm pretty battle worn. I am missing one part of my right arm. It's completely severed. It's all bandaged up. Um, this is from like elbow down, or yeah, this like is this this is from like here down. My whole entire arm was ripped off. Damn. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. wait. To, to be specific, is it here or is it here? Give it a nub. Give it a nub. Okay, it's got a nub. Okay. But yeah, so from here down, my arm, my arm's completely severed. It's bandaged up. It's it looks like it's been several weeks since the the wound happened. Is um, it effective? Is it gross? No, no. it's very clean. Um, I'm a little I'm a little tribal worn, but uh, obviously, you know, alive. You also notice that on his left hand there is something gleaming on his uh, on his finger. What? <laughs> yeah. So, because I can't raise my, my right arm to wave, I, I raise my left arm to wave to wave at you guys. There's there's something right here. Huh. There's something right here on the hand. <laughs> we jump off the water. Valinor! Alistair jumps off Big the board and begins to run to Valinor. The two, all of you meet in this meadow. So I see you've met my giant friend. <laughs> <laughs> we have, yes, we have much to talk about. Well, it seems the gods have played a, a fancy trick on us and uniting us here. I'm just immediately casting press the rotation to clean them up. Okay. I immediately look ten <laughs> times better. <laughs> Much appreciated. Big hug. <laughs> Big hug. Are you are you hungry? Have you eaten? Uh, I'm well fed. I okay. I was able to hunt and I had uh, some rations in my bag. Gotcha. What happened to your arm? Oh, that's it. <laughs> I, I knew that's that there was different. something. I couldn't put my finger on. Uh, that is a story to tell around a warm fire away from this torrent. Okay, then what happened to your finger? Uh, again, <laughs> coincides with the first. So you just mesh back into the group. Mm-hmm. Okay. How uh, how far are we from the bastion? Not very far. Um, so the caravan the begins to turn. Down a lesser traveled kind of, not really a road, but just kind of a cut through the forest. Ringo approaches uh, with the reins to a second horse in his hand, and he just kind of looks at you, Valinor, and then looks at the rest of you. Ringo, uh, Valinor, Valinor, Ringo. He's one of our. Uh, I give a polite nod. Do you still one of the strange ones. Do you still carry two swords? I, st- I do. Oh, okay. I can't move them. Um. Looks at you and he says, He's one of you. Yes. Yes. I brought you a horse. <laughs> Much appreciated. Legs are tired. I like to mount the horse. Okay. Do you need help? Huh? Do you need help? I'm still fairly athletic with my legs, <laughs> but I appreciate it. Do you still carry a bow? I still have my bow, but I can't use it. Uh, oh. I'd like to just check him out a little bit as he's like as we're walking along. Does he do you look injured, like actively? No, like I said, the the wound the wound on my arm is weeks old. It's not even bleeding more. It's all healed. I have a bandage on it, just precautionary. Um, I have no open wounds or anything like that. Um, I'm not festered or anything. It was, I mean, from the time that Valinor left and entered the forest, the attack that happened happened fairly recent in his travels, and so the whole time that I've been gone, I've been able to heal. As you sit atop this horse, uh, all of you begin to travel down this road, and the bottom begins to fall out on this storm. So, from a light drizzle to more of a yeah, more of a downpour. Um, but you travel for a short distance, probably only about an hour. 
and traveling down this road, you can see that it is, it's maintained. Not very well, it's certainly not a king's road, but it's maintained by someone. And as you are traveling through this (coughs) forest, just over the sound of the rain planking onto your individual armors, (coughs) onto the canvas of the caravan and the distant thunder, you hear something that is familiar and unsettling. You hear the sound of steel on steel. Sound of shields breaking, of men screaming and orcs crying out just inside the forest beyond you. Is the Great X glowing? It is not. Ringo halts the caravan for a moment when he hears it. Hold them here. Uh, when it quiets down, you can approach them. I'd like to Ozark invisibly. Okay. So Ozark lights off of your shoulder, or unlights off of your shoulder, and flies, and within a minute, you can hear him telepathically saying, uh, I, it's some kind of, some kind of small battle. Uh, it's some, some guys that look like knights and, uh, some Malka. Is it at the walls of the bastion? No. Is it at the, oh. It's in the middle of a small, small little meadow. Let's get there. Yeah. I want to go up relate. to the tree, the tree line. So you, you all begin to many? rush towards the battle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. say how many. We're not. Uh, you didn't. <coughs> I'll ask him, uh, roughly how many orc? Uh, no more than probably about eight. Question, how far away are we again? From it's... You're not far. You could get there very quickly. Okay, I'm going to hop off the Pegasus and run and eventually stealth. Okay, gotcha. So we are running into this battle, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Everybody roll initiative. Do I roll my stealth first? Yes. for me, eight first. So, again, because I only have one arm, my armor class drops to 18, um, and I can't use my bow. That's the main thing. You want to set this one out? Yeah, that's a thing of great. I hope you got something new. <laughs> my hood is up, so okay. So I have my advantage on the junk. Oh, wait, so which side are we on? Is there any way I can mm-hmm. hand it Valinor something before we took oh, off running? Oh, absolutely. I'll hand you a wand of magic missiles. Or I'll offer you a wand of magic missiles. You can't use it unless you have spell casting. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Because it's you. Can't you, like... It's just like, a, it's just like a magic scroll. You can I cast can a spell before we... Can like, do a roll for that? Yeah, do a roll for what? Bonus action shield of faith on Valinor. Cast and it really can yeah. Plus two to your rules. So I look at you... Uh, I, I appreciate the offer, but I am useless when it comes to magic. I'll, I'll, I'll be fine with my one saber. <laughs> plus, plus two to AC, bonus action, shield of faith. Appreciate it. Yep. I'm gonna. Well, can I give him bardic inspiration before combat starts, just as a safeguard? Uh, you got the coconuts out. Uh, yeah. Yes. Is that okay, Zach? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Just a decent um, one. 
So that's a D10 on any roll. For the record, yeah. if the wand does not require attunement, then anyone can use it. Really? Really. According to according to D&D Beyond, all you need to do is be attuned to it if it requires attunement. Note that most wands that require attunement usually require such by a spellcaster. Otherwise, for example, the wand of magic missiles, anyone can use them. Oh, okay. fascinating. And okay. don't get more than 60 feet away from me. Okay. <laughs> I'll stay up on your ass. I'll, I, I appreciate it, but I'm fine. Okay. I'm gonna cast a second level bless as we're running. I'm gonna concentrate on that, and I'll give it to Balnor. Can we, do we have time to cast spells? Yeah. Uh, okay. And what is uh, what's bless do again? Uh, give you a D4 to attacks and saving throws. So Balnor, Rathnax, uh, Renalia, and me. You get a D4, D4. to attacks and saving throws. I'm still on Is my horse. Nope, as long as I'm concentrating. You get it. I'm still on my horse, but I'll cast haste on myself. That's about right. As we're moving, I'm also going to run up and at some point touch uh, Renalia and Rathanax um, and cast Fly on both of them and myself. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> There's so many things. So There's so many things going on. I'll, I'll take things. back the haste. So, so excited. For 10 minutes, you both have a 60-foot fly speed. Uh, and for flavor, when you look at each other and me, uh, you can see ethereal wings. Mm. But nobody else Everybody's got new tricks up their sleeve. Jesus so Christ. I've been gone a long time. I've been doing for a while. I just forgot that I fly, but it's just um, so much better now. Yeah, I'll give you a surprise round. Okay. I'm, I'm taking back the haste, but I'll take out my uh, arcane hammer. All right, let's try this again. <laughs> let's do this. With disadvantage, could Valinor wield his saber in his teeth like no. he got from <laughs> One Piece? Like Zoro? <laughs> yeah, like Zoro. <laughs> just assume that's what you spend all your time training with. You're going to hear me out. You have another orifice. <laughs> Butt cheek blade. Butt cheek blade. Perfect. His AC would go back up. <laughs> I wouldn't have to be dual wielding. Oh, you lost your dual wielding. Oof. Yep. I can still attack three times, but I don't get to add my proficiency to the third attack. And I don't get the plus one to AC. And I can't use my bow. Mm. Pull the bow back. Mm-hmm. Right? Wait a second. Just do it my nose. The world record Olympic like bow user used his feet. Yeah. Alright, so... Um, I'm gonna try one time. I don't know who gets sneak attack. <laughs> I got swashbuckle. I got sneak attack at 5 p.m. I'm fine. I know. I'm trying to pull someone. Oh, gotcha. If I can, yeah, if I can do it. How is there? Oh, sorry. 16. Lindala. 9. Meryl. 14. Ozark. 8. Raffinax. 15. Renalia. 23 and my stealth is 30. Okay. Damn, girl. Valinor. Five. <laughs> Just casually it's 30. Hand. It's the hand. <laughs> Meryl? The hand. Did I ask you? Yeah, 14. Okay, all right. You Everybody got an issue? You didn't ask me. You didn't ask Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> 35. <laughs> <Get> 72. Nicholas. 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 <laughs> 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 Did you say it? 
Nicolas. 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 He's a bard barbarian. He put everything into yeah, charisma he, he, and strength. Your he's a power. Have you ever heard characters sing clearly? Have you seen his paintings? His paintings. Yes. Okay. So, tokens. We'll say that you're emerging from right there behind the knights. Do I, do I recognize the armor? Hold on one second. Who the good guys? Who the bad guys? See, that's what I was saying. Hey. Forward or back? See the squares. Um. I, I don't want to be far back, but just like in a line with people, I guess. Right here. Uh, a little over, just so I have line of sight. Yeah. Okay. I have one question before I post my thing. If I, okay, so if someone gets, if like, so say he gets drugged behind <coughs> to me, mm-hmm. like, but he passes Rathanax, does Rathanax get an opportunity attack? I don't know, that's up to Rathanax. Like, but theoretically, if he wanted to do an opportunity attack. He wanted to, yeah. Yeah, okay. Alright. You get a sneak attack. Surprise round attack or a sneak attack? Surprise round. Okay. Yeah. Wait, someone help me. <laughs> Where do okay. you want to be? I want to be a little bit behind that next. Right here? Yeah. As we're running over, I just want to be like, to be clear, we're fighting the orcs? No, we're breaking up the fight. We don't know we're breaking yet. up the fight. We don't know yet. Alright. Okay. Okay. So. I want to cast. Okay, I want to cast lightning. <laughs> lightning lure. Okay. Um, on that one. Which one? That. The silver. Yeah, him. Okay. So it's going to be a disadvantage because I have magical ambush since I'm hidden. Mm-hmm. And he has to save, make a save on a strength of a sixteen, or he gets. Saving yeah. throw? Yeah. So it's a saving throw? Yeah. Okay. But with disadvantage. Oh, that's a natural one. Can't get any lower. Okay. <laughs> so on that, he's going to be pulled 10 feet straight towards me. Mm-hmm. And he takes 3d8 lightning damage. Okay. So 510? So Is that okay? Or right here? Next to Rathanax. I want to be next to Rathanax. Okay. Does that put, does that give, well, can, he, he can, entered combat, he didn't leave my combat oh, range. Crap. He also didn't do so willingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, he doesn't take an attack. Okay. All right, so how much damage does he take? 3d8. So, one, two, three, seven, ten, thirteen. Does it do extra damage if he's wearing metal armor? Mm-hmm. Do I snap, do I snap my sneak attack? I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so that's your surprise round. First up is warrior number one. Seeing this knight in front of him be ripped back, he kind of just and then turns his attention to this knight who is astride a horse and is very clearly the leader of these three knights. Kind of decorated a little more. Are 
No. All the dice are orcs. The tokens are knights. Gotcha. So there's less knights than orcs here. <coughs> yes. those, those, oh, okay, yeah. So you pulled back a knight, not an orc. I don't know who's bad. I'm just, yeah, snatching, just snatching people. people. Just, yeah, I'm just snatching people. If he's a good guy, he should say something. <laughs> okay, so this Malkar orc strikes at this knight on a back of a horse, and you can see as he just casts a shield. Which his sword pings off of. Number two. He's going to attack that guy. That warrior two? Yeah. A six, that's not gonna hit. The knight blocks it with one of his with his shield as this Malcar brings this heavy blade down on top of him. That makes it Rinaldi's turn. Okay. Um, I can't tell who's bad, who's bad or who's good, right? Rinaldi. Okay. Yeah. I'm just... You can't. Okay. People like Meryl would probably have an opinion of who's good and who's bad here. That's racist. Well, um. So I'm not near Meryl, so I'm gonna hit that knight dude because I don't know who's good or bad. Okay. He's um, an ally within five feet. Yes. I'm not trying to, I'm the, trying to incapacitate. The people who got their homes invaded. You're I don't know these So people. in order to inca- incapacitate, you have to... We had a discussion about who was who before we came over here. In order to incapacitate someone, you have to deal a blow that is half of their hit points uh, in one strike. Oh, I mean, not, not, maybe not in this round. I'm just saying I don't want to try well, What I'm saying is, is that in order to incapacitate someone... You have to damage them oh, for okay. half of their hit points in one go. Mm. With so like a blunted weapon. Out of curiosity, can we? Can she do non-lethal damage with daggers? She could hit him with the palm yeah. of the dagger. Yeah. yeah. Or she could just hit him in the face. I mean, it's an arm strike. Yeah. Mm. Okay, hold on. But like our goal is not to kill these people. I'm not trying. Like, I'm maybe no. not trying to kill anybody. anybody. Is the mind. red one and what's the red die? Sorry. The red die is a warrior, a Malkar warrior. Okay. He's an orc. That one <coughs> is an orc too. Yes, number two of the black dice is also an orc. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna stealth again. Okay. Eighteen. I still think that means they're passive. They have this advantage on perception for me, anyway. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say he doesn't see you. Okay, so I'm going to, yeah, move like right there. Nope. Right here? One more over. Right yep. here? Mm-hmm. So I have a good line of sight, and I throw a dagger at number one, the red die number one. Red die number one, okay. Yeah. So. I'll put you down, because you betrayed me. And he has an ally within, no, sorry, that's your allies. So, you stealth, so still sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Advantage, because you're good. Oh, yeah. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Okay. That's... Mm-hmm. 25. Okay. So, that's going to be... Can I have a calculator, buddy? Go for it. Six, 
So one, three, six, four, three, one, two, and four. I think I missed a six. <coughs> Thirty. One, three, one, three, four, six, two, yeah. four. Thirty. Thirty. Okay, so are you throwing the pommel of your dagger or the point of your dagger? Point at the red number. Okay, one. point. All right, gotcha. Thirty points of damage. Okay, so this dagger sinks into his side, and you can see as he kind of grunts and looks up, trying to figure out where that came from. Sees all of you, doesn't see her. Okay. Is that a new turn? Um. Yeah, I'm still in the brush. Yeah, I'm fine. Alright, warrior number three. Fourteen does not hit. So, tries to swing at this knight that's on the horse and his shield manages to block it again. Knight two. That's going to be that guy. Got a lot of moving pieces here, guys. Sorry. You're fine. Two. No he is going to attack warrior number two. That's going to hit. Dice number two? No, that is blue token. That hits. Twelve points of damage. It's going to attack again. That's gonna hit. Fourteen. You can all just take a break. Zach's gotta play with himself for a little while. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> okay, that's gonna end his turn. Makes it night number one's turn. So there's no there's no long term effect from this lightning move, right? No. Okay, gotcha. So he having. The dragonborn disappear in front of him. He turns to you, Raffinax, and he just kind of raises his blade up and he goes, <laughs> just looks back at the Malkar and he goes, It's not your fight! And he goes to run. He's going to run away from me? Well, he's not going to leave combat, but okay. he is turning his back to you. <coughs> and that's the knight. Yes. Knight number one. And he's going to attack knights. warrior number one. Zach, can I borrow your circle thing? Yeah, one second. That's what I'm saying. 18 to hit. We'll see what happens. It might come to 12. 2. This is not. What are we doing? Are we just trying to stop the fight? What are we doing? Hold on. Don't talk in combat. Okay, I'm sorry. He has three attacks. That's a 13 to hit. That's not going to hit. 24 will hit. 
12 points of damage in the end. Alright, so you see as this Malkar is fully paying attention to the knight on the horseback, this other knight runs away from you, Raffinax, and just deftly strikes at this Malkar's neck and just sinks deep into his neck. And you can see there's a splurt of blood. This knight grabs him by his paw and shoves the sword through his back and then rips him down to the ground. Mm. Better than Jeff. Yeah. That will end his turn. Alistair. Alright, I would like to fly 5, 10, 15, 20 feet Never mind. and be behind this guy 10 feet in the air if I could. And you're okay with it, I'm going to use it. Yes. And uh, I would like to cast Eldritch Blast at small dice number 2 and red dice number 3. Okay. To start off with. Okay, hold this. on one second. Let me get them pulled up. Da, 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 heavy. Okay, we'll start with small dice number two, okay? Small dice number two, first, yeah. first blast. It's going to be a 21 to hit. That hits. Alrighty. That's going to be 10 points of force damage, and he's forced back 10 feet. So kill him. 10 points of force damage, and he's forced back 10 feet mm -hmm. by 10. Ah! He's now three. Uh, number three. Warrior number three. Red number three. He's in melee with uh, the guy in the armor on the horse, right? Yes. All right, yeah. I want a, a second attack against him. Okay. 22 to hit. That hits. That's going to be eight points of force damage, and he's moved back 10 feet. Okay. 10 feet, let's say... 510, say that. Alrighty. Uh, third attack is going to be against number one. Okay, keep in mind this black token right here is also a Malkar. It is also a Malkar? Yes. Then it's against him. Okay. I thought I knew what direction you were going in, so I thought I'd specify. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, that's, that is only going to be a 19 to hit. I need to say, but it's my last one. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Uh, I will, before you say anything, I will use my Stargazer. Okay. 21 to hit. Hits. Damn, girl. Alrighty. Sorry, it's not like No, I'm good. That's going to be 10 points of force damage, and he has also moved back 10 feet, so, yeah, right by number two. We don't recognize any of these as the, the leader of... No, you don't see Runeka in this crowd. Making sure. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, order Ozark to attack on his turn. Okay. And uh, that was only like 20 feet of movement. So I'm going to move 10 more feet up and be 20 feet in the air. Okay, keep, make sure you're keeping up with how high in the air you are. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Does that end your turn? Actually, I'll use the rest of my movement. I'll uh, go 40 more feet in the air for a total of being 50 feet in the air. Gotcha. Okay. Nicholas. Hmm? I thought I could be him, then me, okay, then Nicholas. What was yours? 14. Yeah, I was 16. Okay, sorry. Okay. Um, fuck it. All right. Uh, so, do we hear any other battles other than this anywhere in the distance? This is it. This is it. Okay. Um, it's hard to tell, but I'll go ahead and say with your with your very perceptive and, and finely tuned ears. <laughs> your elf ears. <laughs> okay, I want to move. Can somebody move me to this way? Uh, so 10 feet towards uh, 
Alistair. Towards Alistair. This way. Yeah. So we, we want to go this way. I think. So yeah, five, just to ten. get a little more out in the open. Yeah. It's right there. Yes. Okay. And I want all the orcs to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. When you say all the orcs, what's the radius? It's sixty feet from my, any creatures within sixty feet of me. That's pretty much our. Be gentle when you say all the orcs. So any any um. They don't have to be. It's not a okay, radius. It's not a radius. Okay, and, and you I'm can and you can target specific. Yes. Okay, gotcha. All right. Twelve selected creatures. Okay. Put all the orcs. Put all the orcs. Maybe say Yes, all of the hostile orcs. He's pretty hostile. All right. So what? What is saving throw? It is seventeen. Seventeen wisdom. Wisdom saving throw. Eighteen. For warrior number two, eight for warrior number three. So what happens to him? Uh, I'll tell you one way. <laughs> go well, go ahead and let me do this. I can. Is it damage? No, 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 no. It's okay. not damage. It's well, let me go ahead and put the tag on there as okay. I'm going down. So so uh, Nicholas is going to come out and say, "Lay down your weapons and return home." Nice. So this is mass suggestion. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Sweet. Right. Do they days, have a, so they're yeah. stuck <laughs> for, for ten two days. days? Do they have advantage if they're being fought? Uh, if they're being fought by us, Ooh. specifically. All right, so I'm very kind. Let me make sure. The one I was fighting, no, Dad. No, I take that back. That's that, and that's uh, dominate person, not mass suggestion. That that comes into play. Nice. Okay, so let's see. That's night, night, Alistair, Nicholas. Okay, so he needs to make a wisdom saving throw of thirteen. 17. 17. Okay, gotcha. No, sorry, that was his roll. It's 13. Oh, okay. There's only been one success so far. Right. The first Three, guy. right? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Rathnax, Meryl Knight. He needs to make a wisdom saving throw of six. Okay. Ozar. Malkar needs to make a saving throw of six. Mm. They're not rolling too hot. Orcs know, orcs know not the smartest creatures. It's true. <laughs> and that is all of them. So all of them but one. Which was... Warrior 3? I thought 3 failed. Warrior no, one. Warrior 2, I think. Yep. Uh, Warrior 2, yes. Warrior 2 is the only one who doesn't seem to be heeding your command. <laughs> okay. So the rest of them lay down their weapons. <laughs> I do believe so. Yes, it, it appears so. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Return home. Okay. And okay. And I want to be clear on this. The way the spell is worded is, if you or any of your companions damage a creature affected by the spell, the spell ends for them. That does not include people who are not my companions. Which I was going to say, these guys wouldn't be your companions yet. Well, right. So that would imply to me, like, the adventuring party in yes. general. Or if we had picked someone up. I agree. But, like, if a knight attacks them, they're still going to attempt to flee. Yes. Okay. I agree. All right. So does that end your turn? Um, yes. All right. So. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Is that towards their home? Yes. Okay. Would they not use the dash action? Uh, I was going to ask, can they can they still attack as long as they're running? I told them to drop their weapons. Uh, that's true. Yeah, no. He would use the dash action to get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of dodge. All right. 
That makes it Rathanax's turn. I want to move up to the only one that did not seem to be affected. Okay. Not within combat Jake. range, but within about 10 Five, feet of it. 10, <clears throat> 15, 20, 25, 30, within or 30. 10 feet. You within have 60 feet. feet of fly speed. Yeah, I just want to be within. Okay. I just want to be close to the, I have a 60 foot range. I want to cast command. Oh, okay. okay. Do you want to be in melee range with him or no? No, I don't. Well, okay. yes. Fine. Okay. Yeah, leave me in melee range. Um, I want to cast command at first level. Yeah, first level. And the command that I want to give him is leave. It's a wisdom saving throw. 13. That's got a uh, fail. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay. All right. Does that end your turn? Yeah. yeah All right, Meryl. All of the orcs are now retreating, correct? Well, you don't know that for sure. They definitely they you you would have seen that some of them seem to be receptive with from Nicholas, and you did hear Rathnax command this one to leave. Okay. I will hold the heat metal attack, and the trigger will be anyone that attacks either the orcs or the knights. I'm going to trigger their weapon. Gotcha. Um, Ooh, I like it. And I'm just going to verbally call out, um, enough fighting. And I'll repeat it in orcish as well, just in case they're listening. Knight number three. Classic Meryl. He's not, knight number three is not going to listen. He's going to attack All right. warrior number two. I target a sword. Okay. How's that work? Hopefully it's enough dissuasion. Um, uh, the uh, Any creature in contact with the physical object takes 2d8 fire damage, which is okay. come casting at third level. And does he have to drop the weapon? Um... Creature holding the or wearing objects takes damage from it. Creature must succeed a constitution saving throw or drop it if it can. Okay. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Constitution saving throw? Yes. That's pretty high. That's a 20. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Flash a... Flash genius! <laughs> <laughs> Cutting words or some... Or I don't know if that works. <clears throat> I mean, I can do that. I don't know if it's too late. He hasn't said what it's I haven't said before. what happens yet. Okay, then I'll, I'll do a cutting words as a reaction. What's the DC? Uh, 18. 18? So, yeah. Well, it's a D10, I think. I roll a D10. Yeah. No, I was saying how close was the DC to his constitution saving throw, and it is pretty close. <laughs> Just roll higher than a 2. Yeah. <laughs> or roll a 2. Yeah, two it has to be beats it, beats it. It's going to be a 1. That's a nod. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, cutting words, you affect his saving throw. You can see as this sword begins to glow red hot right at the hilt. 15 points of fire damage. 15 points of fire damage as he drops the sword. 15 points of fire damage to him. We just walked in and fucked everybody up. Mm -hmm. Alright. That's going to end his turn. Knock our heavy. Number two. Linvala. I would like to run up to a blue guy. That's one of the knots, right? Yep, it is. 
I want to attempt to grapple him. Okay. Is it a contested strength it check? It is. Uh, you make a strength, or you make a acrobatics or athletics check contested by, or you make an athletics check contested by the targets, athletics or acrobatics. Is that the one who just Whatever you would choose. Yes. Okay. Alright, athletics or acrobatics? Yes, whichever you'd like. Nice. But it's your athletics only. Mm-hmm. Which night was that that you... I think it was the blue, same one blue that she's grappling. Blue night. That was 22. Beat him. Nice. So you run up and you bear hug him? Yeah, pretty much. And I want to... I know it's probably going to affect my movement, but I want to try and drag him back. Okay, half speed mm-hmm. to drag. So, so, so she used 15 to get there. So 15 back. Nope. So, so half 10, 15. 15. So half she 15 can move one back. diagonal for five, right? So she would only use 10. Correct? Mm-hmm. But because it's half speed... I just want to try and get here. him out of melee mm-hmm. with the others. So... Five and then one diagonal. Ten. Okay. And then have ten feet to drag. Oh, wait, that, that would be fifteen because one diagonal is ten on the first one. I mean, she oh, can the move first one underneath. Okay. So either way, it's fifteen. Just just move her. Yeah. It, however at this far point, I can it really uh. <coughs> she can move. Yeah, she feet. can move under Alistair. And he did not willingly leave combat, so no yeah, opportunity. No opportunity to well, and they're and also both affected. By That's true. That's true. Thank you. Does he? He's trying to run away. Combat the grapple on his turn. Yes, he can. All right. So. Mm-hmm. That makes. Does that end your turn? Yes. Okay, that makes it Ozark's turn. <coughs> Ozark is going to fly up to number one, mm-hmm. the number one dice. Mm-hmm. Is he got is enough it, movement? He's got yeah. uh, 40 feet of move, of fly speed. 5, 10, uh, 20, 25, 30. 35, and then 40 onto him. Ozark's going to light on him and hold this, his stinger to his throat. Okay. And hold the attack action. Okay. That I granted him for my bonus action. Gotcha. Heavy. He's fleeing. Um. Yeah, Ozark's not gonna stop him from. If it's his turn next, Ozark is just waiting to see if it worked at this point. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna say if he starts fleeing, does Ozark want to break away from him? Yeah. Yeah. Ozark's not like latching on. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That makes it Valinor's turn. Uh, what are these two knights? What do they appear to be doing right now? They appear to be awestruck. Awestruck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they don't look like they're about ready to combat anything, right? They're still looking at the Malkar in a, in a combative way, but not y'all. Okay. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And I just stand between them two and pull out my one saber <laughs> and just tell them to cease and desist. Okay. I like to imagine you yeah. like go with your nub and you're like, right. oh, damn it. I would like, can I hold he the does bonus this action? Anyway. No. <laughs> or just an action? Just some action. Okay. <laughs> Warrior number two. 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. Rathanax, he's breaking away from you. You do anything? I do not. Okay. That makes it Renalia's turn. Okay. What is the, what is red number three appear to be doing? He appears to be looking over his shoulder as if he's going to run. Do we want to just cut to that? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. If he's on, yeah, if he's on the run. Okay, yeah. yes. He takes off on his turn, <coughs> runs. Okay, it's just the knights left. And y'all. Okay, so we're going to end combat there. And we killed one. <sighs> no, we didn't. Yeah, one of the we did. We didn't kill him. Oh, okay. He had a knife in his... Not, you look down, he's got a knife in his stomach right now. He didn't see it was me. <laughs> 
We got knifed in the neck. Boy, those orcish dagger throwers are wild as hell. They're fucking crazy. He got knifed inside, didn't know what's going on. Man, tricky. All right, so, Mm -hmm. as the rain is pouring down on you at this point, (coughs) these knights still with their weapons drawn, looking at all of you, having pretty much been surrounded um, at this point, they just stand in silence. I'd like to light down by the one that's on the horse. Okay. Do we recognize oh, him now? Sorry. Sorry. Say, I believe you were attacked and we helped with that, yes? Looks at you. He's this human male, kind of middle-aged with this black, very thin uh, beard down along his jawline. He says, It would appear so. I'm Alistair Thanison of the Eastern Isles, the Nautilus. Pleasure. Sheathes his sword. All the rest of them begin to slowly sheathe their sword. I let go of the dude. Might we take shelter? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he just kind of looks at you and then looks at Alistair and he says, Who are y'all? The strange ones, pleasure. Wait. (laughs) Say the strange ones. Okay. Make an insight check. The strange one's pleasure. Like <laughs> Nine. Mm. Flash genius. Last one of that. Uh, Fourteen. Bardic inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a ten. Nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Very low. Okay. There is not only a spark of recognition when you say the strange ones, but there is also a huge peak in interest when you say that. We were told by a friendly giant that you were going to be attacked tonight. We came to see if we could help, and it appears we found the right place to do so. Is there any way we could get out of this rain? Again, with the knowledge that he seems interested in who you are and the recognition of your name, he says, Y'all attacked my knights, but... I think you did it to stop the fight. Correct. One of the knights still holding his burned hand. Another one still trying to look oh, at the singe Yes, sin- I can more. do something about. I'll go lay on hands. Okay. I'll warn you. I'll, I'll also, if whatever he's laying on hands, I will uh, use my. Um, just, just discount it and say they're good. Okay. My, uh, I have sixty feet of healing lights. So. Yeah. He looks at you and he places his hand on his sword and he says. Well, my name is Night Rain. Mm-hmm. If all of you will follow me. Turns his horse and begins to head off in this direction. I'm assuming at this point that the armor, I recognize the armor is Alvaron Knights. Oh, yes. Well, Alvaron. Can I make a history check? Alvaron. Yes, you can make a history check. Are we going to leave the caravan? Is the caravan coming with us? He says the caravan can come if they're with y'all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we just told him to wait until the fighting stopped, uh, basically, to make sure that it was safe, right? Yeah, so Ringo comes into the clearing. He ushers the caravan forward and begins to follow all of you. 24. 24? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Although it is Alvaron make, it is a very specific make. The circular shield that several of them wield has a kind of arcane circle with four pillars hmm? on it. And 
I would clearly know that that means mm-hmm. that they are part of the order tonight, the Elder tonight order. Mm-hmm. So, leading the caravan. Rain is that spelled as it sounds? Yes. Um, and he introduced himself, by the way, as Knight Rain of the Frozen Vale. So, he leads all of you to the caravan, or, or he leads all of you and the caravan to some unknown destination deep in the forest. It is about 15, 20 minutes before you see any shush, shush. Any, any semblance. Stop that, you. Any semblance of a civilization. He's quiet. So, as you, caravan, and your newfound friends, quote unquote, travel surprisingly quietly through the forest, the rain begins to fall even more heavily. So now it is a torrential downpour. The massive black pines of Valro Forest give away to a clearing inside of which is a circular stone keep with numerous arrow ports and guards standing watch on the ramparts. Night Rain dismounts his horse and hands his bridle off to another knight, then bids you, the strange ones, and just the strange ones, to follow him inside. It saved me a couple of those. Um, to follow him inside of this keep. Do you do so? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll just say, like, on, on the way back, I just let you know that I'm an ambassador. And you're, you're using this we, can have a, we can have a short dialogue if you would like. But how long did it take to get back to their, uh, to the Bastion? 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 15, 20 minutes, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Fly would have faded. Fly would have faded halfway through. I just gracefully dropped down. So I, ju- I just, as we were walking, would have introduced myself as Ambassador Feroso of Alperon. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I assume as we're walking, we can all introduce ourselves at least to yeah. him. That'd be fine. As much as we can over the rain. So, oh. my name is. Yeah, as much as you can. Right. <clears throat> So, as all of you dismount, as all of you dismount from your respective uh, mounts. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, exactly. Because we're all out of horses. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and take these tokens off the board, actually. So that I can get back to our really cool screensaver. Can we have finished a short rest? Thank you. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> now. In the corner <laughs> as we walk towards the vest. Yeah. <laughs> So, as you walk through these heavily reinforced doors, you can see two knights pull these very heavy doors open. Inside is a fairly dark room, illuminated by 
arcane glyphs that rest on a platform about three feet off the ground, swirling and giving off this, this faint bluish glow. You can see that these four massive pillars rise and arch, not all connecting, but just rise and arch over this swirling blue arcane circle. There is a brilliant statue of a knight wielding a sword on the opposite side of the chamber. And at that point, Knight Rain takes his cloak off, just kind of hands it to someone else, puts his hand back on the pommel of his sword, and turns to address all of you. During the great, the last great Malkarian civil war, the bastard king Otar used this location as a meeting place to broker a deal with the giant lords who had been sent into exile by his father. King Maldrog on Tarv. After the Battle of Segvel, head knight Belrathian read about it in a book called The Bastard Saga and set about reclaiming it with the full support of King Talos. After a short time, the bastion was constructed around the reactivated Coliscade. We are an order known as the Eldritch Knights, and this is news to a lot of you. We maintain and protect the Cullis Gates built hundreds of years ago by Eldritch Fahelmarn. Now normally, I would not be sharing such secrets with you, but Chieftain Runeka has made his intentions very clear with the recent attack. And I've heard tales about the strange ones and how they saved the city of Adzana. This would mean that you have some sway with General Trexus. Correct? Looks right at you, Meryl. We're, um, we have a working relationship. <laughs> Work in progress. Looks at you and he says, Please, send him a message or speak with him the next time you're in Adzana. Nicholas covers up his fuck Trexus shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he says, The Emperor's plan must be expedited. Or he must send me more knights to hold this bastion. The Coliscate is operational, right? It is. Hmm. Casting prestigitation on everybody, drowning off. Um, um, by the way, at some point he would have. Maybe I didn't write it in. But during that dialogue, he didn't just call it the Bastion. He called it Belrathian's Bastion. Hmm. Oh, shit, man! <laughs> introduces himself as, or all of them as a member of the Eldritch Knight Order, but specifically the Bastard Slayers. Hmm. Which, be specific, what would you have tell me? What would you have me tell Trexus to expedite exactly? What part of the Emperor's plan needs to move forward quickly? Make a persuasion check. It would be very beneficial to no. for Diamond. <laughs> Damn it. And I don't have Flash of Genius anymore. I don't have any Bardic Inspiration. Anybody got anything? That's cock. 
Can I give away my bar of inspiration? Mm. It's only ten minutes anyway. Six. It's sure gone. Six. He said, or he says, I'm not at liberty to discuss the Emperor's plan. It's enough to say that it's the Emperor's plan. Traxxas will know what that means. I'll relay your wishes. For this agreement, I offer you and your people shelter, not within the bastion, but we have several outbuildings, some barns that are very dry. I'm done talking. Can I place his accent? You started off pretty southern, right? Yeah, kind of. Can I? Pl- I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I liked it. I yeah. Can I place his accent? Yes, you would. You would be able to place his accent in that he is from the Sutherlands, in Alavron. Look back for the Alavron. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's from the Sutherlands, but he is a knight of the Frozen Vale. Mm. He was a knight of the Frozen Vale before he was an Eldritch knight. But, with this new knowledge, uh, and we can continue dialogue, I'm not cutting it short, but with this new knowledge, several of you take a second glance at this statue that it seems to be guarding perpetually over this swirling circle that you now know as a Cullis Gate. And knowing the name, uh, Belrathian, knowing that he was, at one point, the, you would know, the head of the Eldridge Knight. <clears throat> but all of you would have heard the tales of, of Head Knight Baratheon. All of you would have heard that he was one of the Iron Lords. He was one of the group of adventurers that took down Otar the Bastard. And knowing this and looking at the statue, <laughs> knowing That's this and looking at the statue, yeah. you can see that this probably about eight foot statue gleaming with this bluish light. He's clad in this heavy plate mail wielding a sword off to his side and holding a flame looks like his a, left. Looks like a vein motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But it's an immaculate statue. Details of his face, scars. Half elf, right? Mm-hmm. I'd like to approach Rain. Okay. If if this if we're moving along now, are we exiting? No, I mean you don't have to. That's what I'm saying. You can continue dialogue if you like. I'll wait. I'll wait and do it when we're about to leave. I want to go and inspect the statue and see if there's like an inscription or anything on there. There is not. No. No. Everyone who resides in this bastion knows exactly who that is. Thalnor looks up and goes, "Who's that?" <laughs> well, no, you know of Head Knight Balrathian. You would know not necessarily that he was part of the Eldritch Knight Order, but that he was part of the Iron Lords. He is one of the fabled heroes of a previous age. You know, everyone knows the story of the Iron Lords and how together with King, Ta- uh, King Talos, they fought in the Siege of Segvel that the Iron Lord specifically killed the bastard Otar. They brought in a golden age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were the ones who the ushered in iron. the Iron Years. Yes, yes. Fucking, I'll ask him in front of anybody. I'll say, um, have you read the Tome of Iron? 
You've read the Tome of Iron. You've read the Tome of Iron? No. Yes! <laughs> I haven't, not yet. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not much of a reader. Slight, hmm. slight. Myself. But you've heard the legends. Oh, yes, absolutely. Do you believe in all that churched up bullshit? I certainly think that some of the things were exacerbated. These guys aren't, like, religious to their cause, are they? They're like a... I mean, I understand, like, they're like paladins and that they serve an oath. And I, like a, you know... Once you pledge an oath to the Eldritch Knight Order, yeah. you do not leave the Eldritch Knight Order, and right. you live for the Eldritch Knight Order. But it's a professional mentality, not a religious one. It's, yeah, it's not religious. Okay. Or Satan just made it religious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, if anyone was going to start a cult. Mm-hmm. That's true. If there's no more dialogue. Well, I have a question, but I don't know if it would be common knowledge. I have a couple of questions. Okay. Can I? Well, ask it, son. I know that the Eldritch Knight Order was able to communicate with, like, other members of even deceased members of mm-hmm. the Eldritch Knight Order through Cullis Gates, do they know that? The Eldritch Knights? Yeah. Well, the guys that are here. First of all, this is Kyle. Correct. Not Rathnax. Right. But what what I'm asking is would would that would that have been something that was common knowledge to people who knew the tales or people that like what is that is that information that our characters, those with, with history in Alvaron would know? No, not no. even Meryl would know about this secret. Okay. But the Eldritch Knights there would all The Eldritch Knights would know. Okay. But not. And probably not even the baseline Eldritch Knights know that. I mean, the the Iron Lords knew about the Coescapes because of Dorsidian. But Mm -hmm. the knowledge of the Coescapes was a severely kept secret. Gotcha. And therefore, the Order of the Eldritch Knights. Didn't Dorsidian live an incredibly long life? Maybe wasn't that part of his back or part of his? No, it left it open ended. So long as he stayed in the keep on the side of the mountain. I was gonna say, yeah, we don't want to reminisce too much. Yeah, (laughs) I'm just trying to figure out what he can do that after. How how much of the other science would Meryl know? Because just coincidentally, it's just kind of now dawning on me. What Meryl has kind of developed into from like an arcane blacksmith to like an actual. Arcane warfighter unintentionally. How much did, would he know about like the Eldritch Knights back in Elberon? Like, Only he... that they're an order who serves the king. He might know, Meryl might know of the Cullis Gates, and he might know that they're associated with the Eldritch Knights. But, but he wouldn't have like worked on any Eldritch Knight armor no. or anything like that. No. Okay. That's all in house. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Rathanex doesn't really know anything about Cullis Gates. So I want to ask him. Is it what is a Cullis Gate? Is it like because he's familiar with teleportation circles, but he doesn't necessarily know. Puts his hand on his the pommel of his or has his hand on the pommel of his sword. He said, "It's a closely guarded secret. Is what it is. I have offered you and your people shelter for your help in that little incursion, and with the promise that you'll pe- you'll speak to Trexus for me." Please. I'd like to walk up to Rathanax. Okay. Oh, don't worry about that. I can make one of those. What exactly? We've got one at all. <laughs> We're keeping the plan on track as it is. What all would you need to sustain yourself? You need more forces? Do you need more supplies? 
armaments, as I've told y'all. I either need him to send me more knights to hold this bastion, or to expedite his plan. One of the two. Understood. Do you have any reading material in your order? We have books, yes. I would love to do some light reading tonight. I can bring you books. Thank you. To the barn. Thank you. Thank you. To the barn? Yeah. Yeah. We can't I, stay in the past. I finished my project. I feel like I need to do something. <laughs> All right. Well, start. kind of have a new project. And if that's the direction we're going, it's up to you. Kind of need to discuss that if that's what you want to do. Oh, by the way, but, uh, wait. <laughs> let's, let's get out of the bastion. Yeah. Okay. As as we're walking out of the bastion to to the to the very dry barn. The very do, dry barn. Uh, do you still have my bag of holding? No, I actually don't. Deception check. No. <laughs> just kind of we sold it. Yeah, sold it. That was a bag of holding. <laughs> I sold it for seven. We sold that to <laughs> sold that to Nanya. So I have I have my bag of holding, but I, in addition Did you leave to that. It did I leave it the long house? Did you leave it the long No. You would have his bag of holding. Okay. Because okay. we had a whole like ten minute discussion about whether or not you pipher through it. Yeah, to right. dump it out and go through his belongings. Sure. We didn't, by the way. So I've got uh Oh we could have, just know that. So I I, I yes, graciously get my bag of holding back from Merrill. Okay. Which had seven hundred and thirty four gold, eighteen silver, hundred and ten copper. Had. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it had the Ezra and Tomes in it. Three pieces of lint in it. And it had, and it had a to- and it had the Tome of Dragoncraft in it. And the moth. Yeah. <laughs> a oh, Tome of Dragoncraft. That is the gift that I got for Dorsidian. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Okay. I thought you were talking about the ones in the mines of Unorn. Mm-hmm. Oh God. No. It's like no, y'all don't have that anymore. Yeah. Brain. Um, all right. So you're now in the barns. You can see that several knights have been dispatched from the bastion to go out into the barns kind of consolidate the horses maybe into different areas mm-hmm. and to make places for this caravan and for all of you to rest. Okay. I want to set up my um, tent right outside the barn. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can do this in the rain. Yeah. You can know, okay, set up tents inside the barn? You could. Like it's, it's relatively large. However, there are some members of the caravan who are definitely just sleeping in their wagons. Right. Yeah. If, if it's necessary for the members of the caravan to come into the barn, I'll set it up outside with Meryl. If not, then I'm setting it up outside. I can set it outside. And, yeah. It's so still pouring rain. If there's it? room inside, we'd prefer rain. to be inside, I think. Cause the, <coughs> rain but if anybody's going to have to sleep in the rain, I'll just do it outside. In. No, None of the caravan is sleeping outside. They're either sleeping in the barn or in their wagons. So I'm going to sleep inside. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would like to have Ozark invisibly tag... Uh, Night rain mm-hmm. and follow him around within earshot for the entire night. Mm. Roll a stealth check. Invisibly, so he has advantage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a check for that because he would have checked at some point. Mm. <laughs> Fifteen. Succeeds. So, you weren't looking at Zach's face when he rolled for this perception. I sure was not. So, 
even those of you that set your tents up outside, those of you that set your tents up inside, it's regardless. You all find yourself resting together inside of these dry barns, several members of the caravan walking to and from, setting up their bedrolls elsewhere inside of the dry barn. But is there any dialogue that y'all would like to have? I think after we've set up my tent and whoever else's tent outside, um, we'll just Why talk. Why are your tents outside? Yeah, I, I, I want to get inside. I want. I want. I want um, to I'm going to be inside if there's not needed room for the caravan. He said that yeah, everybody, so everybody can fit the bar. Yeah, yeah. but so we, I want to come back into the barn and like have our. Family That's where you are right now. Yeah. I want to sit next to Valinor. Like so. Tell us of your travels. I almost called you Dorsidian just a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> and did you make up your mind what direction you wanted to go? I did. Okay. Is that going to be a possibility? Like, I the, between the two options, is is one of them the option that is a possibility to begin now? Yeah. Okay. Well, then you're gonna want to discuss that because I'm trying to get that done before this journey's up. Gotcha. I'm excitedly waiting for your story. I would like to come up as well. Okay. Same. We're, all, we're all here. So we're having a national fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So obviously, as y'all remember. Uh, the Order of the Crescent Men was sent out to find Lady Silvermane because somebody mentioned Lady Silvermane to General Trexus. Not, not tossing names, not tossing names around. Uh, so we set out about about how long in game was it, uh, Zach, from the time that we set out to the time that I we think made? we ended up saying two seasons. I'm not sure though. Okay. So we trekked uh, all the way up to uh, the. Uh, the cave where we actually freed her at, um, asking local merchants and travelers if they had ever seen somebody that looked like her. We eventually found her in the woods. Um, less than forthcoming she was, so the order took her forcefully, a couple of bruises, uh, and then shackled her. Um, that night that she was taken hostage, uh, it was my time to watch her, and during my time, I essentially asked her what she wanted to do. If she wanted to go home, you know, if she wanted to go back to the Eastern Isles, what was her plan? And she told me she didn't want to go. She told me that she had a plan to go find somebody in Fayroth's. Valros Forest. I keep saying Fayroth. In Valros Forest. Um, so... I honored that request and uh, freed her of her shackles and we took off into the woods. Um, y'all met the giant that we, that we came across. Um, he led us to what all can I reveal about you know who? Very little. Very little? You would know that. Yeah. So we came across an individual who uh, Lady Silvermane was um, was searching for to help her in her quest. Um, during this ordeal is when I lost my arm. Actually, I'm I'm gonna change that from story point. Okay. You you can trust these guys. Okay. So so who all has heard of the Blood Hunters? Meryl, you have. Mm-hmm. So those of you who don't know. Blood hunters are exi- are essentially monsters who hunt monsters. All right, so you 
uh, something about the grandma, the grandma of uh, of Malkaria. So King Tiberius, King Tiberius set forth to create an order to combat the grandma and other monsters, and so he created the Blood Hunters. The leader of the Blood Hunters' name is Homage Mercer. Homage Mercer, Matt Mercer. An homage to Matt Mercer. Yeah, an homage to Matt Mercer. We love you. Um, Please listen. Fire yeah. March. Mm -hmm. Right. So us on the show. Homage Mercer and all other members of the Blood Hunters are lichens, willing shapeshifters into werewolves. And that is what Lady Silvermane is. She is a lichen. She learned how to control the form before she met Omar's Mercer, but she decided that she wanted to become a blood hunter. And in doing so, severs all of her ties with her family because she is essentially serving the king. So her family has no claim over her anymore, and that's what she wanted. So the blood hunters are at the... The blood hunters are somewhere in Valros Forest within a day's journey from the meadow where you saw the giant. But they're an order that follows the orders of the king <coughs> yes. or emperor. They're a very independent order yeah. that occasionally gets orders from the king. Yeah, they're a very independent order whose sole purpose is hunting down what goes bump in the night. An interesting dichotomy between the two of you. Right? So, upon meeting Omar's Mercer, some things happen. Uh... Me and Layla got married. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Yay. And uh, something else happened. And as I say this, I back up a little bit. And I look at you. I said, don't do anything. Don't do anything. You really don't do anything. Did you get her pregnant? No, not yet. Out of character for you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well... Belder was a virgin <laughs> until he laid until he laid the pipe with Inside check. Layla. Inside check on the virgin. On the, on the virgin. <laughs> Did you say Dor City? No. Belder. Belder has been with the virgin before. He's in the bathhouse. Seven. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Still well, what's your what's your total? Uh, it, my total is going to be a, uh, for all deception. I'll be just twelve. Twelve. He's telling the truth. Yeah. <coughs> God, it's it's. it's Elo's honest truth. Um, yeah, so I back up and uh, I say, y'all just don't freak out. And then I shapeshift. Oh, <laughs> I cast animal friendship. So <laughs> you shift into this lichen form, which takes you about five seconds before you can hear the wailing screams of the tieflings all around you. Oh. It's all right. It's all right. Ringo runs fine. in with this no, no, no. broad axe. He's, he's fine. He's fine. Everything's fine. He's fine. Yes, everything's he's fine. Laughing. He does this. You're just standing there. This is normal. Just licking my paw. This is normal. He's all right. He's this he's is okay. normal, right? He's okay. He's a he's a. I I know. He's okay. Really, it's all right. whole group of people doesn't embrace furries. Can I have this? Wait, can I walk up to him? I was, I, I was, I was under the impression you accept all forms of strange creatures. Did you think the strange ones was just a moniker? <laughs> just kind of places his axe into his other hand as well, and he says, "We've been attacked by likes, like creatures like this before." Not this one. 
Have you ever been attacked Harpers by orcs or tieflings or, or half elves or dragonborn or humans? You've been attacked by orcs before. Mm-hmm. I want a metaphorical leash on this one. You're looking at it. Don't harm me with my people. <laughs> I really do. I just I my head and, and, and give him a slight whimper. Lowers the axe and kind of goes back to what he's doing. <laughs> All the other tieflings kind of settle down, still very unsettled. Your arm didn't regrow, right? Can mm-hmm. you speak to us in this world? No, but I can understand you. What happens when I scratch you behind the This is normal. I want to hold your paw. This is normal, right? Uh, I don't. I want to hold your paw. My tail starts to wag. I'm just holding Stop. it and just giving a massage on the top. Yes. Oh. So this is fucking epic. Now, okay. Let's discuss this on the break, okay? You're still missing your arm. Yeah, I'm still missing my Yeah, even like in form, I'm missing my right arm. So do you shift back? So you're three wheeling at this point. Yeah, so I go I go ahead I go ahead and shift back into Valinor's form. Um, I I have a question about my belongings when I shift. Do they just fall off? Okay. Is so it not like polymorph where they shift into your form? No, because it's not a spell. No. So, curse. So, super nice. so yeah, so almost. You probably would have shed your yeah. clothes, by the way. So, Valnor, you just shift back, start but, naked. But that's naked, yeah. Probably so. This this, this is normal, right? I didn't tell him a falsehood. I mean, this is normal. How? Okay, alright. Are you in control when you shift? It's the new Did normal. I bite you? I didn't bite you, did I? <laughs> no. Did I make but control? if you would have, I wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean. Did I make control? It was a long and arduous process. Consisting of being held in cages for weeks on end, ointments and all the things I like to heal my arm. It was an the arduous process. Yes. Did so are you can you make other werewolves? Lichens? Gonna be party of lichen probes. Technically. So yes. Technically I can. I have the ch- I have the choice. But <laughs> it is, it is like strictly forbidden. Do you only do it doggy style? Oh, dragon wolf. I wanted to be a dragon wolf. But let's continue with some, some relevant dialogue so that we can go ahead and take the break. So, are, are we wanting anything else to be discussed around this fire? We need to know what we're actually supposed to be doing next that seems to be the thing he was leading to, right? Oh, no. So, as far as uh, Omar's Mercer and everything like that, um, that is irrelevant to anything that we currently have going on. Okay. That was that was my side quest and you know, Layla's side quest. We are married. I am pledged to the Blood Hunters after the Strange Woods c- com- come to a conclusion and finish their their adventures. Part of Valinor Sundown is joining the Blood Hunters. So Rathanax has just now realized that your arm means that your tattoo is gone. I now have a bounty on my head from the Order of the Crescent Men. Welcome to the club. No. no, I'll actually shake his hand on that. <laughs> <laughs> Left shake hand up. <laughs> I want a bounty. I want, I want a, a bounty. Dragon <laughs> we got one. Well, maybe. From Snakey Boys. And just so you know, <clears throat> that if y'all were to ever <clears throat> cast, yeah, like, what is it, Divine Sense? Yeah. You would sense because it is a curse from the Darth Maul. That's what that's what werewolf is. It wouldn't be fake. Which that was Darth Moore. Uh, okay. Zach, which Darth Moore created the uh it was like it was the it was the Darth Moore of the forest. Um, yes. You would know through your education in the Blood Hunters that it was a Landion. A Landion, yes. So a Landion's curse yeah. is now upon you. Yeah. 
Melandion made werewolves to protect the forests in her own wicked way. Ark, we take break? Uh, is that all you want to discuss? Yeah. Okay. So with that, we're going to say that the fire dies down. You all re- retreat to your respective tents. You had something else? I had one other thing. Okay. Uh, Vinyl, <clears throat> happy birthday. And I hand you a bottle of Elvish wine and a jar of Elvish tobacco. <sighs> I will also give him one of my big steaks that I purchased. Okay. I will eat Do you eat your meat rare now? <laughs> Can. <laughs> Can. I have a thing. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, with that, the fire dies down. You retreat to your respective places of rest and find another and unexpected, very restful night of sleep, knowing that you are within a stone throw of this bastion that protects all of you. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. In like and form, do I actually sleep? Uh, you can, yes. Cool. So, <laughs> with that, we're going to take a break. Hello out there in listening land. For all your Funko Pop and authorized Warhammer needs, check out our December deals. Buy three, get one free on Funko Pops. Flat rate shipping on all orders. All new minis and new battle map dungeons available at Cody's Collectibles. That's Coco's. Come visit us at 1225 Snow Street, Suite 14 in Oxford, Alabama. Online shipping available at Coco's and That's C O C O S and more.com. 